Hey everybody, welcome to Swat and Flies, Helen Lies. Um, so, it's going to be solo for a while, it's just not working out with uh, any guests, which is fine. I got a shit ton of stories to tell, which today being, uh, it's just, um, just got me thinking, school's gone back, there's, uh, Summers go by fucking quick now, man. Like, you think they go by quick when you're in high school? Get your first summer job. Fucking whatever. Shit goes by fast, man. Like, my weekends go by too quick. I fucking blink. And I'm fucking back at work. <laughs> Top it off, I work weekends. So, it got me thinking back to... Um... <clears throat> I kind of touched on it too. It was a uh, my first job, my first official job. Like, you know, goddamn fucking government started taking my money officially. <laughs> was ninety three, and I worked at Taquinera with my cousin Johnny Scott and them. And then, uh, and then, um, the next year I didn't get rehired there. I ended up getting hired at Catch Can Air in the summer of 94 and worked for a lady named Darcel. Um, she was cool back then. And uh, Scott actually got me the job there. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to send you over there. Um, so that ended up, um, it's just me at first, me and her. There was... Um, and I was a little bit scared because I was only going to get paid by the plane. And I think there was seven or eight flights, maybe. And uh, throughout the whole day. I think there might have been more. Maybe maybe there was ten. I don't, I don't think so. But So, with that being said, uh, um, most days, so six days a week, I would... Uh, be at work at six o'clock and I'd be waiting for the first plane and that would be the mail plane and uh, if you guys remember that state dock isn't what it is now very obviously it used to be this narrow narrow fucking uh, car car ramp not even a car ramp you could back up to the actual ramp that brings you down but you had to back up you had to reverse down this thing which I'm fucking awesome at because of Tac One Air, <laughs> and uh, it and I didn't have a van like I did at Tac One Air. I had a little <laughs> a little four door banger, and I would uh, back up each morning, and um, it was it was weird. Like I said, it was super narrow. Then you get to the end of the end of the carport, and there was like a little little covered area type thing there and that's where we kept our hand truck and then um the super fucking narrow walking ramp that you would walk down now that shit was wooden if you guys remember and one side was so you <laughs> so people like me could use a hand truck and hand truck stuff up and it was wood it was a wooden ramp and the other side it didn't have uh skid resistant stuff on there it was just old-fashioned it was these pieces of wood where you could step and you quote-unquote wouldn't slip 
So it's this narrow ramp down the middle. And every time it rained, which if you guys know Metlakatla, it rains a lot, dude. So I would be coming up this ramp with a hand truck and a bunch of mail. Sometimes the boxes, I'd, I'd most times I'd be able to use the boxes and put put on the hand truck and walk up with it. And uh, I'd always fucking have to have this fucking death grip on the side of the ramp walking up because it was so slick. <laughs> and uh, so that was how I'd start my morning at 6 o'clock. Now, most mornings, on a beautiful morning, I would walk to work. I mean, most days I did walk to work. Um, <clears throat> it was a beautiful walk. Walk from my dad's house down down to Catch Can Air, which is at the ball field. And there was... I would, uh, like a month, half half a month in, I, I was headed down south for a basketball camp. And my boss is like, you need to train somebody because you're going to be gone X amount of days. Yeah, you're right. Got my bro Ira, got him, got him trained up, and then uh, it worked out good. But there was, and I had to ask him when, because uh, certain mornings, because gotta remember the cannery was fucking lock stock and barrel fucking going going fucking hard that summer so there's always fish heads or whatever just whatever so there'd be eagles like holy shit man it'd be kind of scared i'd be backing up and uh when i'd get to the end of the ramp and like no bullshit there would be between 10 10 or 12 eagles on each fucking side. I'm like, fuck, those things are huge, man. Like, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck me. <laughs> and uh, so what me and Iris started doing, we um, would smack the side of the door as hard as we could. Bam! Because you're always alone. You're, uh, I didn't have Ira in the mornings. I wouldn't have him until late afternoon because he would work... Um, he would work the final like three hours of the day final three or four hours and on certain days he would anyways there was just uh just how it was but yeah so there's these huge eagles and sometimes these fuckers wouldn't move man it's like all right man hey i'm fucking eagle clan let's not attack me man (laughs) like i'd be talking to them like dude don't don't fucking come at me don't fucking rip my eyes out, man. I need them. So it's just terror. Like, holy fuck, man. Like, you get close to them and it's like, oh, man, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, dude, it's kind of fucking scary. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so that 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 started my summer of 94. And then there was, I went to a Seattle Supersonics camp, broke my finger. And, uh went to my first and actually only powwow i wish i was a little bit more enthused looking back at it i just didn't know any better ended up having a lot of fun there um but uh came come back and you know um it wasn't all the time that summer but i was dating a girl big surprise another ex and uh most nights most weekends especially if it was like raining out we would just uh her parents would let all the friends come by and have movie night there 
and that is where I saw Reality Bites for the first time. <laughs> Pretty cool fucking movie. Um, then that, and 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 there's a lot of dances, and I don't know how it is now, obviously, because I'm a 45 year old man, but 30 years ago, 29 years ago, 28 years ago, me and my friends fucking fucking go murder that dance floor man fucking we'd all go there fucking have fun um sometimes we'd get uh we we would have booze and go there we know you're a bunch of lightweights so we'd we'd share a 40 between like three of us and get fucking high and (laughs) go dance um that's another thing like i remember i remember uh getting ready Borrowing my brother's clothes because I thought he had cool clothes. Like, hey, man, could I got to dance tonight? He's like, oh, you want to borrow? Yeah, yeah, man, I want to borrow these clothes. He's like, yeah, sure. Uh, what shoes are you going to wear? He's like, oh, I was thinking of these Nike flights. He's like, oh, man, yeah, yeah. That'd go good with it. So I'd have... And I was a scrawny kid, so, like, everything fucking just hung the fuck off me, man. But I looked fly. Had an all-blue outfit with Nikes on. One time had an all-black outfit with Nikes on. Oversized Nike shirt. Um, had my Brandon Lee Crow shirt. And, uh... Or Chris Weber shirt. <laughs> and, um... But, uh... One of the things that, like, popped up on my playlist was one of the songs from back in the day. And it's crazy to say that now, because, dude, that was 40 fucking years ago. 30... 28 years ago? Dude, time just fucking... <laughs> time fucking flies, man. And, uh... This song came on. Like, I remember going to... Dances at the... Longhouse... And, uh, like, oh shit, man, Terrence is playing some fucking badass music, man. This being one of them. But I remember walking in there with Ira, syncing up with Merle. Because I, th- I think Merle worked at the Egg House in 94. I'm going to have to ask him. I think, it, I think it's the Egg House. But this was, like, one of the songs, man, and, uh... Uh, Merle showed up and this like I, I fucking I just remember this song fucking man me and I were just we were grooving man <laughs> we didn't stop and then like Merle walked in saw us out there came out and we were just fucking yeah this was, this was the jam man <laughs> and then it was uh, we talked to him Ira would be like you know ask him if he wanted a couple swigs of the 40 and you know Merle was never really a drinker he drank with us but it was never like his thing like, he'd always fucking kick it, though, man. I couldn't, I can't remember if he had a few shots. But, yeah, so this song was Summer of 94, man. Everybody listening remembers this. Yeah, man. Um, so, this song's fucking plain. Dancing, grooving. 
Um, it was uh, it's a lot of fun, man. And then uh, on top of uh, on top of everything else, there was just um, a lot of good dances, a lot of good friends. Um, some of the friends have remained, some of them haven't. That's just how it fucking goes, man. Um, and it, it, I just remember because uh, you know I, I fucking hate school, man. I hate. I just fucking despise school, man, just because I wasn't any good at it. Um, and so I just remember summers flying by. And then at the end of the summer, um, me and I were going to a basketball camp over here. Uh, it used to be called First City Cage Camp. And there was... Uh, so since we were both going to be gone, we had to fucking get someone in to fill our shifts. So we're like, hey, man, I know this kid just got his driver's license, <laughs> Josh Marcel. And so we're showing him, you know, we're like, yeah, you know, I get along with him good enough. I always did. And so once uh, once we got him trained up and everything, then it was just we were... Um, Showing them what to do with uh, picking up mail, sometimes maybe freight, you know. And uh, sorry, goddamn. There was uh, so it's time to pick up the mail. Me and Ira. Bring him up to the post office. Show him where you got to sign in, pick up the mail, take your copy, and with those contracts, it's A and B. You only go there and you only go right back. And um, we were uh, we were in his own personal truck, and. Um, Instead of going right, going down the police hill, he took a left. I was like, dude, where the fuck are you going? It's like, we got time, we got time. We're gonna. I was like, oh man, I instantly regretted saying that he could be the guy who fills in while I'm gone. I said, no, 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 man. It's like, this is a fucking contract. We get in some serious fucking trouble, man. You need to go down to Catch Can Air right now. He said, no, no, no. No, it's just really quick. I was like, dude, no. No, you, you can't fucking do this. Like, I am going to tell the boss that. <laughs> this isn't going to work. No, 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 no. I need this job. I need this job. I was like, if you need this fucking job, you'd go down right to fucking catch can air. And he didn't. And for those of you that remember, the graveyard wasn't, wasn't always paved. It was fucking dirt. And it was a hot, sunny fucking res day. And as soon as we got by Karen Thompson's house, he fucking punched it. Like, he was punching it. And I was just like, fuck, man. I'm going to have to tell the boss... This isn't going to fucking work out, man. And I was like, hey, slow down, slow down. And I was like, fuck, dude, slow down a little bit, man. Doesn't slow down. And I'm just like, fuck, man. It's like, dude, you got to fucking slow down. And he's one of those people that was laughing and thinking it was cool. And like, dude, I was like, I'm, you're not impressing me, man. Like, I'm not some fucking girl that you're impressing by doing this, man. Slow the fuck down. And he punches it all the way the fuck around. And then we get around the loop part. And he fishtails it and he's laughing. 
And then, uh, if you guys remember, on that fucking loop, you could go straight the fuck down there, which I'll tell a story about seeing John Trout fucking go down there, man, in the snow. Anyways, we fucking zig instead of zagging, thankfully. We don't go down there. We shoot across, and then we fucking shoot across in the road into the fucking brush, and we go about... 50, 60 feet back, and, uh, like, I wanted to fucking lay him out, man, it's like, I stick up for this kid when he gets beat up, fucking don't let it, it's like, dude, I don't fucking let anybody bully, bully you, I fucking, what the fuck, man, and Ira just takes out running, boom, I was like, what the fuck, and then, um, and I, through all this dust, I just see the, uh, I see the the red and blue lights. I was like, fuck. And um, Josh is telling me, tell him I just lost control. We weren't even going that fast. I was like, fuck, no, I'm not lying to him, man. I fucking told you not to do this. And then the cop is like, Josh? And he's like, I just lost control. I wasn't even going that fast. And the cop said, you weren't going that fast. How come I saw once you entered there was just a cloud of dust? If you're not going that fast... You're not going to make that big of a cloud of dust throughout the whole graveyard. And I was like, officer is like, I need to get this mail down, down to my job. It's like, or else not. I was like, he's not going to be working anymore, but I'm going to get fired if we don't go down there with this mail. And then, um, all of a sudden I is right next to me and he's like, yeah, man, he was driving out of control. Crazy. I was like, what the fuck? And then, uh, so we get down there and he tells Josh not to leave because the cop fucking loads up the mail with me, brings me down there. And then, uh, my boss just is like, what the fuck is going on here? Tell her what happened. Tell her everything, you know, pulled my recommendation on Josh getting hired. And then we, um, get the plane loaded because I, I, I start putting them the mail in the fucking work car. Now, then uh, Ira shows up afterwards. He gets out of the cop car and um, comes down and helps me. And he kind of laughs. Like, Holy fuck, man. The fucking idiot. What the fuck? I was like, bro, what the fuck, man? Why'd you fucking take off running like that, man? Did you get scared? And he like does this look around thing. And he's like, no, man. I had a fucking bottle on me. <laughs> Oh, man. So after work, after he got off work, um, I asked to borrow my parents' truck, picked up Ira. We went down there. And uh, <laughs> and we, uh, Ira fucking ran in to the woods where he hit it, came fucking running back. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we took off <laughs> and uh, picked up the girls we were dating at the time. And then um, went to a dance and hid the bottle and every, all our friends took shots off the bottle. But yeah, man, um, here we are. Summer's pretty much fucking over, man. I know there's going to be people like, yeah, well, that's how it goes. So um, I think next week's story, uh, I will go into hmm, the summer of 94. I could go into, I could just go chronologically and go up to summer of 95, I guess. 
kind of touched base on that. Um, there was uh, there's some stories to tell, <laughs> and uh, again, you know, like I said, um, Merle's gonna be back on. Just waiting to hear from him, and uh, like I said, whenever his job slows down to where he could be on, he, he's gonna be on more. There's just you know, there's movies, there's stories, uh, there's a lot, a lot we could discuss. So. Um, that's just how it is, but until then, man, we're just fucking always down another day, summer's over, looks like it's going to be a nice day out, so uh, have a good day, peeps.